just move this over so they have a, a block uh, a block Frank Sitter there, that's other sitter. And, uh... Okay, before we begin the uh, next sugya. To uh, first uh, welcome our Gabayim back, Tzvi and Anshi. Uh, shul's not the same without the. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't say which way it's not the same. <laughs> it's certainly not the same. So uh, Gabayim have to get have to get some recognition because it's better than the pay. So uh, um, people are always looking for Kavanas and Shmad Esrei. Just a very. Uh, troubling thing I have to deal with today. So at least it helped me with a new chiddush. Uh, you know, people get very into the first bracha, because that's ma'akev, as we spoke about. And moedim is pretty ma'akev, second, second runner. And at the very beginning, it doesn't take a lot to give people the impetus. You know, slach lanu, rifeinu, is in the top ten for sure. That's panasa. Um, after that, people usually go into hibernation and wake up by shmakalenu. It's a sad fact because we don't really identify with the middle brachas so much, and part of it is, you know, we discussed the other night. We have to learn more about the parish and what it represents. Just a, just a little insight. Reina uh, Bianenu, which sort of gets passed over between Slachlan and Rufainu. People don't exactly know what it is and what the difference in that is, and the other brachas like Hashiva Shavtenik Rishaina and Takabi It sounds like another bracha about Gula. So why is this over here by the Slachlan and Rufainu, which is more of a private thing, not really a national thing. We say Blush and Robin. And then later on, we get back into Gula issues. So what's it doing over here? The answer is not what I want to speak about tonight, but once I'm on uh, Forsaken Brachas, the answer is Reban Yenu is a, is a personal Bakasha for a personal Yeshua for personal problems. A lot of people don't know that. It's a, it's a pity because we say this three times a day. We say Blushin Rabbah. This is everything Blushin Rabbah. This is the Galena Meirulon Shemecha. It's a personal gula. So once you know that, that takes on, then, then it's an important bracha because everybody has their pickle. Leonoib is dealing with something. And this has nothing to do with the national gula. And if we want to hire Madriga, we would dive in just as hard or not harder for the national gula. That's the problem. But the reason this is the beginning is because it goes to Slach Lan These are uh, the, these are often personal issues. So one of the brachas that I think gets lost in the shuffle is uh, Allah Sadiqim. I had a mice today. It took quite some time, but I, I, I had to give time to it because it was the first case of Pigeon Shvuyim I had in a while, real Pigeon Shvuyim. It was, um, I got a call from Eitz Yisrael. I'll try to leave out the details to protect the, uh, well, they're all innocent, but... Uh, a guy got 
guy learning yeshiva got a uh, draft notice in the mail. Um, and the notice said, so there, there are different layers of notice. The first notice, second notice, the notice said, if you're not here tomorrow morning, we're sending the police and you're going to jail. I didn't know what, what hit him. This is what's going on in Israel now. Just, uh, this is getting very, very serious. And uh, now the negotiations with the coalition is extremely serious. If they, I don't know where it's holding. Did they make any headway? If there's a new party that came out of nowhere, Yesh uh, did, then if they get in and the religious parties are out, it's uh, really going to be uh, speeding up. But, uh, but it's been on the agenda for the past year. It's been heating up about the draft for the Yeshiva Bochum. And right now, the official, the old temporary stay lapsed. The official law is that they could draft everybody. And actually sending out draft notices left, right, and center. And um, to make matters worse, this guy is a Chazer B'Tshuva, who, um, Baal Tshuva in, in American, uh, who, um, who uh, recently uh, went to yeshiva and uh, had been making great strides and it's all about to be lost. And a guy like him is very vulnerable, goes in the army, that's it. Uh, he's not, not coming back the, uh, the same person and he'll be under their jurisdiction for three years. And um, I had to, uh, so he called me the next day. I, three people called me very urgently in the morning uh, and they said, they're just letting me know, they know I have shaykhs, but it's a done deal, it's nothing you could do. Well, okay, rule number one is, there's never nothing you could do. That's the first thing. And uh, so I had to spend a certain amount of time uh, contacting the offices of two Knesset members, which we, Baruch Hashem, managed to do. And uh, we hope tomorrow they're going to um, make some important phone calls. But it's much frightening, because this whole, uh, tonight and tomorrow morning, his whole life hangs in balance. He will not be the same, uh, nobody's the same, <laughs> They're not in the right place where they're supposed to be, especially if it's being yeshiva, especially for this person. And it's very, very frightening. And this is not an isolated story. This is happening more and more. And if the law stays, it's going to be happening by the tens of thousands. And although I understand the secular point of view of equality and service and all that, I, I get all that, but we can't throw away the schus of terror learning and Yisrael and Eitz Yisrael because they don't understand us. It's an unfortunate fact. Certain things you just can't explain. They're never going to understand if they're not from, you're not going to understand how the schools of learning is what's keeping the Nisim and the flows going, and uh, we need that schools desperately. And uh, the army needs a lot of things, but uh, these yeshiva guys are not one of them. And on a sober day, they admit that also. Matter of fact, one area of the army just sent a petition to the Supreme Court that we don't really want the Haredim anyway, so can you please lay off? But it's a very, very serious thing, and I had to, I had to, I had to call in many favors and, uh, and use a lot of pressure uh, for this one person. And the reason this uh, mentioning Shema Esrei is, uh, I don't know what we're all thinking when we get to Al-Sadikim, Val-Chasidim, Val-Ziknei, Amcha, Beis Yisrael, Val-Pleitas, Ephraim, but that's referring to B'nai Torah. It's referring to Yeshiva light. And there's a real crisis going on, which no one's talking about, because I don't know, maybe in America we feel we can't do anything. And certainly I, I can't spend every day on the phone trying to save one at a time. I mean, that's not a very comprehensive solution. I just did what I could for this particular person. But, um, but this is a serious, serious issue, and, and, and we're living off of those chism also. A lot of our money is going there. And, and that's, uh, that serves us uh, very well in terms of us chism. This, is a, uh, this issue is not, not getting better yet. So for my ear, at least, Shacharis, I have someone you get on. Hope you haven't come on it beforehand, but uh, we're supposed to be davening for Sadiqim and the Plato Safrayim, and these are the B'nai uh, Torah, these are the B'nai Yeshiva. 
So it's important thing. It's very, very harrowing. I, I, I sent one guy to call uh, the officer. One clever connected. It was already nine o'clock at night, and the guy started saying, "What do you want me to do? The offices are closed." Like they were, you know, trying to something. He's, he's due there eight o'clock tomorrow morning, and they, uh, you know, would they send the police that day, or will it take them two days? I don't know. I'm hoping it'll take them two days. But um, he was very uncomfortable. He, he said, "What do I do tomorrow morning?" So I said, uh, "I said you're not going to jail yet. Uh, give us another one or two days to work on it." But very frightening. He's a young kid. He doesn't. Uh, nobody wants to go to jail. Very, uh, very unnerving. He's smart. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he happens to be the person involved. Happened to have been an American Miyasite. He was born there, but he's a uh, they're English speaking. Uh, Olim and Vashaychus, so um, so that's why they uh, that's why they called. Actually, they didn't even call me. I don't think when they called me originally, they thought I was going to do anything. Um, but um, but the, the first email I got was the done deal. They're just letting me know. So I, said, I called them back. I said, it was a done deal. Uh, so um, I learned something from that. I don't know what the end of the story is going to be, but nothing's a done deal. And um, you had to. Uh, Rab Chaim as a Rav in Brisk. They had this every day in Brisk. I mean, the, it, it reminded me, it was a sick feeling. Was a, you know, as a student of history, you go back, it's not ancient history, 100 years ago, 80 years ago in Russia. This is Maisim B'chayim. Every single Bukhar faced a, faced a draft and a death penalty for being AWOL, and they had to think of every possible thing in the book to, uh, to figure out how to get out of it. And it's, uh, it was a very harrowing experience. So over there, they would, the problem was if you go into the Tsar's army, they would shoot you because you're Jewish. It's not that bad, but there's a real spiritual danger in this whole uh, in this whole mess, and there's not it's not fool ourselves. It's not only about the quality of service. It's uh, there are many there are still some that's the Malshina Bracha that's the one right next to this. There's there's some people who want to make them like all the other Israelis, which is the biggest pachad, and there's no and they're not they're not being secretive about that. You know, when Yerel Lapid sounds nice, he says, "I'm not uh, I'm not against Haredim. I I want from them exactly what I want for my own kids." That's the problem. <laughs> he wants from his own kids. They should grow up to be westernized uh, like everybody else. That's like, not what we want for uh, Klai Yisrael. And this is uh, it's a problem. Anyway, so try to put it in your davening and try to focus on the, uh, on the bracha and maybe it'll give some meaning to the Middle Shema Nesri. Okay, uh, your handout, the new handout, page one. It revolves around a famous uh, din, which in many places is uh, not being kept because we have no Urchim in Shul, which I'll get to. In some places, they hold it as a little plug. It's Sif Aleph from Reish Samates. Nayagin, Lekadish, Shabbos Knesset. The minig is, the Machaber says, at least he starts off like this, minig is to make Kiddush in Shul, Shul, to my Friday night. Ve'en, Lemekadish, Litum, Miyayin HaKiddush. The adult can't taste it. Ela Matimai. He should give it to a cotton. Why? Dang Kiddush Ella Bimakam Suda. And uh, you can't be into that now because I'm having a Suda there, and therefore give it to the kid. Obviously, our is going to revolve around what do you mean give it to the kids? Since when do you give these serum to kids? That's going to be our Shaila, which we're going to deal with at length of Mitzvah You know, we make Kiddush here. It's a good question. We make Kiddush here once a year in Shul. And then we have problems not on to go around. And um, there seems to be a minig, um, even though we're makele by day to be Yetzi Kishmak Masudam Mazinus, it's 
not without dispute. The girl holds he got a pass. Uh, he passes like does Yishayim. But more or less, the minig is lahakol to make a mezainus. Of course, I always encourage people when they get home to make kiddush again, which most people do. Either doing it for their wives that weren't there, or even if the wives are there, it's the real makom suda. We're now having pass. It's not a bracha about because you change places anyway. So by day we're pretty makol on mezainus. By night, you never heard of anybody making kiddush on mezainus because it doesn't come up. Because you get home and you have a regular meal. The only time it comes up is little Sultan's Terrace. There's anything wrong with it. So even though by night you can say Kiddush is a little more hammer, maybe we shouldn't do it. Every time you make Kiddush here, Sultan's Terrace, every single year, somebody comes up to me and says, uh, we allowed to do this? A funny question when he sees that. Uh, <laughs> I, I usually, I don't partake of any Kiddush here. That Kiddush I partake of is I want to drink. I'm going to be dancing for two hours. Uh, so, um, so the answer is yes, it's Mutter. And uh, once my Shver was standing next to me, he's usually here, Sultan's Terrace, and he overheard somebody was asking me, so he smiled. I said, I said, why, you know, what, what, was so, what was so funny? He said, nothing changes. He said, when, um, when he was in Lakewood, they also had a kiddish. this is 30, 40 years ago, they also had a kiddish, and somebody had a taina, how can you make kiddish? Uh, the minute is not like that and everything. And he remembers decades ago going up to that person and says, you know, you should calm down, because when I was in Taravadas, this goes back another... Ten twenty before that, I saw Rabbi Yankov do it, and I saw who was the Rashivan Tarvadas then? Before Rabbi Yankov. What? The fact Ravuven? It was in Besman Jalian already? Because uh, of Ravuven. Uh, I think. Anyway, he, he gave a whole list of Rashivas who allowed it in the Yeshiva then, and there was an old Messiah for it. So, is it a cooler? Maybe, but it's better than people drinking, dancing, and drinking without having Kishimak Masuda. So, your question is not bad. Um, there seems to be some that hold that at night is more chamer, maybe we should be more machmer and have an apas. But there's nothing, it's hard to know a minute because nobody's pushing for it unless it's less of a star. Or your Shaila, why don't you just do it in shul? So uh, apparently, uh, you know, historically, they didn't have a lot of cake and stuff to go around, and they had many reasons why it was not, not so bad to give it to a cut, and they just gave it to a cut, and it was easier. Uh, you're saying, why not circumvent the Shaila? As we go through it, you'll see that there are many good Teirutsim why you're allowed to give it to a cotton. So apparently they felt they didn't have to circumvent the Shaila. Um, and the mothers probably, the mothers' union probably didn't want the kids eating cake before they came home. So that might be a, what? I mean, give, give to the kids. Don't forget that. I mean, have the adult to drink it. It's a very big deal of a They'd, they'd rather rely. It's interesting. No, no, you're asking the, the, the proper questions because, like, we're going to have to stand over and figure out why we're giving to a cut in Israel. Why don't you solve the problem? Apparently, they want to rely on the Abishitas. They'd rather rely on the Tewitzim we're going to say, which is, which is interesting. But you'll see, obviously, they held the Tewitzim are good. We'll, we'll have to see what they are. Me'ekara, second line. Now, why are we making Kiddush and Shul? They used to have Archim visiting town. And the Archim had no place to eat, so they ate in Shul. The Archim are in Shul, you're not allowed to eat in a Shul, they eat in the side room, whatever it is. And we wanted to be made to them. Okay, this is interesting. For the Archim, it was Kiddush Magam Suda. So Samachram raised the thing, well, why don't they just have one of the Archim make Kiddush? If they're eating in Shul anyway. So some suggest maybe that's what they really were doing. Others suggest maybe they were Amaratsim, they couldn't. You know, poverty is not synonymous with being illiterate, but. Could be that a large portion of them were, you know, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the people, and, and and it's not untrue. A lot of the people were, uh, you know, it's, it's you could be illiterate and be a master craftsman, but 
know, there were a lot of Amratim, and they were, a lot of them were poor. So, uh, so the question is, uh, do we do this today or not? They didn't cut a copy for the next page. Let me read it to you. And the continuation of the Mechaber. I don't know when this changed historically, but the Beis Yosef already writes that uh, nowadays they don't have these Archim in Shul. I guess they get invited out, which in Europe, all the stories I read about Europe, they used to have a lineup after Shul, and they used to, everybody used to pick an Arach and go home. So I don't know when that changed. I don't know why the idea originally was to eat in Shul and afterwards to eat at home. I'm not sure what changed sociologically, but apparently it changed by the Sephardim also. Loy, you don't have this next part. I'll read to you three lines. The first shot is, plug. Made it to Akana, they keep up the Akana. Zel Tam Akamish no Lukadish, and that's the reason why some shuls still make Kiddish, based Knesset. As I mentioned, standard Nuschashnas really should have. The Yakis, I think, you'd have a Yakish shul still, they still make Kiddish. Standard, standard Nuschashkanas still does, probably in the young Israels, they probably do. Standard Nuschashkanas. The reason why this shul is Nuschashkanas, they don't make Kiddish, I've been asked before, is because Nuschashkanas in a shul like this isn't really straight Nuschashkanas, really Nuschashkanas, Yeshivas. The blending of Sagashanaz. Because it's all B'nai Torah who came directly from Yeshiva, a lot of them from Kailah. So it's sort of a blend. Uh, that's, really, that's really what's, what's going on. And sometimes follow Minagur on the Gorah, not to. So, yeah. I had heard, like, that before we, we started Kalabash three months ago, that the And I'm not surprised. But they did anyway. But they did anyway? I mean, after you started. Right. That's a classic Yakesha answer. I love that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, neither was there was not a new shul in Washington Heights either. It's really just uh, it's just the continuation of one. <laughs> that's 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 Mamish textbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so vintage. I should have finished a sentence for you. That's like, uh, uh, why the Yakis hold like that? That's why Yakis. That's why. That's why Kedakim Bekedish. They're so stark in the Menhagim. This happens to be a new. It looks like Washington Heights, but it's really the same thing. You know, it's uh, that's uh, that's great. Okay, so he overruled the uh, the uh, interesting. So I assume Washington Heights is still doing it also. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But the reason why we don't, people wonder, like, why, if this, this isn't this isn't the answer is, it's not exactly. You'll notice the way I've, I've paskin the various menhagim, it's really, it's closer to Nusach Yeshivas, uh, because that's really what the... Sh- we don't say what? Exactly. Uh, we don't say, Yetzirah is a Shailon Lakewood, they have it to say a lot of Yetzirah, but... Uh, we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but that's why. It's really uh, your standard, uh, by the Yekis, they say, I'm in the Yeah, okay. So, so that's the... And what? Okay, yeah, okay. So that, that really is the real standard of Ashkenaz. So we're not, we're not really, which, which is fine, because the Minig was, we're not, we're not stop striking out our own. We are following more or less the, the Minig Yeshivas, which, um, which fits the Eilam Baruch Hashem, so that's, uh, that's fine. Well, we just noticed a few differences. We don't, we don't say uh, piyutim, and we don't make kiddush. We don't say amazimiris. That's three, three big differences already. 
three major differences, which which were discussed when I when I came. But I felt this is what uh, this is what the people are used to. That we're not the party from Aminik. Anybody's coming out of any yeshivas. We have people from the yeshiva. We have. We have every representative of every yeshiva here, but we have yeshivas that are coming out the davening sefarts. Every shul today has if it's davening sefarts, it's sixty forty one the way. If it's Ashkenaz, it's sixty forty the other way. So the Chaim Berlin is here are fine. It happens to be why is we still davening sefarts because it's all Muncie was built. Muncie was built from Desmajelion, which was Tavadas, which is almost a sefarts. So we don't follow most yeshivas, with the exception of maybe Chaim Berlin, don't really follow many other straight either. So science, you have to know what the, what the, what the various Benagam were. Why is the boys teaches them, they get in the smarts of Yeah. Why is the girls they get in the Really? Yeah. I have no idea. Was Why is the girls built later than Why is the boys? Historically, in Muncie? No, no, they It wasn't. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Base Mikra was built by Yakis. So uh, they're only giving out Nusach Hashanah. So, so what? Well, who is what? Um, no, no, it's young Israel, and then they do a nice song. That's not—I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a nice—it's a nice song, you know. But, uh, anyway, but that's a longer discussion. But just—I uh, know somebody's going to ask that, so I figured I'd tell you ahead of time. So the basic answer says, Machaber says, "Zetam and Makamish Nogel the Kaddish Beis Knesses." Aval Machaber says he's explaining why those shuls that still do it have a low plug because they hold it to Takana. Then the Machaber says, "Aval Yisrael Tov Lahanik Shol the Kaddish Beis Knesses," but it's better not to. He says, if you ask me, v'chein many berit Yisrael. And that talk is the many berit Yisrael. Nobody makes Kiddush. And the Magad Avram brings from the Rashba that you really should. And that's why you have the various Minhagim. Okay. Let's go back to your photocopy. It's interesting, Shiloh, whether it was a low plug or not. No. No. It's very interesting because it's a, whenever you have a low plug, whenever you have a Takana, we usually assume it's a low plug. So it sounds like they're arguing, was it an official Takana or not? They, they might argue historically they didn't do it at the beginning it wasn't a Takana they did it when there was a need for Arachim and Arachim so don't do it anymore and the proponents say no 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 it was a Takana and you gotta or something close to that and therefore you gotta keep it Shabbos how much of a if it's an official Takana it should be low plug it sounds like they're arguing whether it was an official Takana or not okay go back to page one and the Morgan of Ram Sivkat Nalif Matim al cotton, you feed it to a cotton. Everybody got it? Right hand side. Avagav da asalahachal cotton answer be a dayim. Since when do we give the serum to katanim? We don't say, ah, we have a problem, give it to the cotton. That's not the usual reaction. So the first chaluk is, it gives many chalukim. Magadamab is really written shorthand. It is written shorthand in general, but this one especially. First teretz he alludes to is that we're only machmer not to give a cotton something that's a serious level of a lav. Kiddish is only an asay. Meaning the iser, the iser to eat before Kiddush is, is, is undoing an asay, meaning undoing the proper way to do it. That's a different child of where the base of Metzuvah and free show once he's doing it. We're talking about actually giving it be a dime. Be a dime, it's worse, as we'll see. He says the problem is it's pretty clear in Shimam Gimel that we don't give even this Durabonans. So, so in fact, something the asay shouldn't, shouldn't really help us too much. We don't even do Durabonans. We don't give them Durabonans. So, there are some Rishayim holds you can be yet to be Kiddush even when it's not Kiddush Makhvasudu. We don't pass like that. Interesting. So, we're looking for Sniff from the Hokel. Is that this a Shita hold? It's not so bad. We don't pass like the Shita. Okay, for Katana, we don't have to be so Machmer. That's not an interesting Marmokum. 
That means that he's alluding to the fact that if you have a machlech sapeskim, and even though they were machmir, there wouldn't be an isra to give the adayim. Which means even if you're very stark in, I don't know, yashon, it's not my dad, you can feed chadosh uh, to your kid. Because the definitely sheet is a hold. It's, it's not a problem. So, um, so that wouldn't be included. That's a serious shayla. If you really hold zasar, then maybe uh, you shouldn't be giving it be a daim. Enami, kivin diefsher binyan acher. Next page. Top left hand side. Shari, no other way to do it. So, Ellie, that just begs your question. What do you mean there's no other way to do it? Why don't you serve cake? So uh, apparently that wasn't such an option, and uh, the people that were really eating uh, did not read, and the people that really wanted to go home weren't eating there, and um, and cake wasn't uh, wasn't such a viable option. Again, either do the dire poverty or other things. next The boss says this is a problem. You should give it to kids underage. There aren't gilachin at all. The takes exception to this. He says he can't do that. If you give it to a three-year-old, very nice. He solved the problem. There's no answer from deep before Kiddush. But he's saying, Amen, to your bracha. He's not saying, Amen, whatever. But you're trying to be Yetzi uh, with your bracha and have it go on him so the bracha is calling somebody. If he's not chayev and chinach, then he's not chayev in the bracha. And the bracha is a bracha of Obviously, the Bach doesn't hold like that, but the Magad of Ram holds that it doesn't solve anything. They give it to the Tinnak. Apparently, there was a Tremitic. He says, You must give it to a Katnik Gilachinach, 6, 7, 5, whatever, however smart the child is. This Rashba is important. We're going to see the Chubas Rashba inside. Probably next week, Chuvas Arash beholds and the Ran that whenever it's something that's good for the kid, uh, important for the kid, like eating, eating and drinking, there's no gzera. We're talking about something that's in this in the first place, and it's good for the kid. Eating for kids is in this That's interesting. Yom Kippur is in the rice and normal tea, obviously, and it's a curries. And we feed the kids because only talking about chinuch, which is the Rabbana anyway. And we assume that the kid needs to eat and drink. He's not going to make it to the tainus anyway. There's a concept of being mechanach l'shoz, but we'll get to that later. But we're talking about a kid who is past that, that hour, and uh, there's no gzera, and we feed him. And then he adds, and mechanach l'shoz until a certain age. And certainly over here, which is less chamer than Yom Kippur. Okay, this is a spattering of the various terutz. I'm going to get back to Yom Kippur later. Next terutz is a terutz a lot of achrenim use. The only time is an iser to give a kid an iser be a dime is when the object you're giving to him is something that's aser beetzem, something that's treif beetzem, treif midaraisa or midarabanam. When you have something that's mutter, but the zman is a problem, like. The food here is kosher just before Kiddush. Or the food is kosher and it's Yom Kippur. So then there's no Isra to give Biyadayim, which is a totally different Teretz. Believe it or not, there's one shita, don't run away with this. There's one shita, the Ravid, who holds you by Kiddush by day, you're allowed to eat before Kiddush. So again, he says, another sniff local, even though adults don't paskan like that. Venerally, and he adds the osalana sekatanim. You're talking about feeding kids before kiddush. 
They get hungry in the morning, before davening for that matter. Not only is it mutter, you should not withhold food. It's tzab uh, al It's my expression. Uh, which is why, very interesting, most Peskim say there's no Isra even if they're 10, 11, or 12. Rabbi Yashav has a tshuva and he says if they're already like right before Bar Mitzvah and they can easily handle it, you should make them wait. I've noticed after a number of boys uh, that uh, they are like fasting on Kippur. They're very not capable of doing it before Bar Mitzvah, even 11, 12, and after Bar Mitzvah they're pretty okay. And I had them eating whenever they wanted on a Shabbos morning or before Kiddush and then came to Bar Mitzvah and they were fine. And apparently when, it's, uh, when they know they're not really mechuyiv, it's hard to wait. Ah, it's only another half hour. It's not like, it takes me an hour to get up from shul. Sometimes they can't, came home and eat. How can they wait another half hour, another 45 minutes? The answer is they, they want to eat. So he paskins, you're not allowed to be man to them. Which is, and I think that that is the minute. So some parents ask me, should I train them before? Say, so if he doesn't give you a rough time, so start training him when he's 11, 12. But don't make a big deal out of it. That's Lashon over here. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we'll have the Navi tomorrow night. We'll continue this next week.